Awesome. Cool. Dude, yeah. thank you so much for joining. This is super cool. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yes. Thanks for having me, man. How you guys yeah. doing? Yeah. We're doing, doing awesome. Pretty good. Yeah. Just pumped yeah. about the draft, but uh, so yeah, the draft is crazy. The schedule's out tomorrow. It's almost no, seasons yeah. around the corner, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's awesome. So the, the games are already out and stuff, right? It's just like the scheduling for what game, like who's going to have like on national TV and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like the, we know who we're playing, but it's just like what day, what time, what, mm-hmm. you know, if you're getting a prime time game, stuff like that. So yeah. uh, okay, and kind of if, if you're going to go to the games, you can kind of plan it and, and, you know, plan your next yeah. couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're supposed to have fans right at the games this next season. Yeah. I think. Depending on the city, but, I think mm-hmm. everybody's going to be having, I mean, you look around everywhere. Most sports yeah. teams are starting to have fans and other sports. Even out here in Santa Clara, we have uh, yeah. the Sharks. Or uh-huh. not the, we have the Sharks, and then we have the Earthquake. It's like a soccer team, Yeah, and they have fans there. So, I mean, yeah. if that's the case. We're going to have fans in the NFL. Yeah, exactly, because the Sharks are inside, so that's even, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So your Instagram account, I was just kind of wondering, cause like you have so many followers and stuff. I'm assuming you like have a job also. So how do you kind of balance that? Cause I feel like that's super tough because you that have to- literally is that's <laughs> the million dollar question, man. It's yeah. so hard. Like I'm basically working two hours. So like I put in yeah. 40 hours in my normal job and I'm a yeah. physical therapist and that's not an easy job. Really? Then I'm putting in like hundreds of whatever, 40, 50 hours on the page. So yeah. yeah certain, certain times i have to take time off because i got to put in work on, yeah. like the draft there was no way in hell i was going to do the draft and, <laughs> and work yeah. at the same time i've done it yeah. before where, like i went to work all day drove home got home like at five and then here comes the draft and i was like there's there's no way and now that the page is so big it's like a yeah. media company you know so yeah it's tough and, and honestly mentally sometimes it's just like kicks your butt because it's social media you know how it yeah. is yeah so it's important to take breaks here and there when, yeah. when you have the time yeah you know especially especially right now you know with this whole like draft stuff and all the news has been going around i can't imagine you know doing both of those things dude this was the craziest off season in a long time covering Mm -hmm. this team because it wasn't just you know the draft Uh, you normally do your draft stuff like oh mock draft what kind of players do you want the niners were in the middle of the biggest story of all time you know for for the whole nfl we were like in the middle who are the Niners going to pick? Who are the Niners going to pick? Everybody assumed the first two picks already did. So we were like the big story. And yeah. then Jimmy News was coming out. And then, you know, free agency with Trent Williams and Jason. It was literally the craziest last month. I was just yeah. so happy that this weekend there was no news. I was like, I'm I'm locking off, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you literally right down to the end. They were still kind of contemplating like the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Yeah. Is, yeah it, was, it was crazy, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe too much that Kyle Shanahan said that like Trey Lance was the guy from the beginning. Because I mean, like you know, there's still like I mean, I get like he's a great player, but I think like there's just a lot of speculation. It's like too much of, like them being like, oh, we had Trey Lance from the, yeah. from the start and not from like you know, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's what Kyle said. He says that was the yeah. guy from the jump. He was in Mexico on vacation, yeah, watching film. This is the only coach is watching film on his vacation, right? But it's yeah. the NFL offseason. This is what the coaches do. They live, breathe, and, and eat football. And and yeah. that's what he said. He was looking at all these other guys, Mac Jones film. He liked it. And then he said he threw in the tape and he was like, Oh damn. So yeah, I man. think I think he had an idea, like, yeah, I like this yeah. guy what he could do to my offense. But I think he probably really kind of fell in love with the guy at pro day because he said when he actually got to meet the kid, that's when uh-huh. he was like, Oh man, I, I really loved who he was as a person. So I think mm-hmm. he had an idea, 
Yeah. But I think when he met him at Pro Day, he was like, yeah, this is it. Seals the deal. So Yeah. So yeah. so out of the three quarterbacks they're going to pick, which one did you like want them to yeah. choose? So I was on the Justin Fields hype. Yeah, train. that, that so was I me. Right, yeah. Justin Fields. And it's not yeah. that I didn't think Trey was the guy because I thought one of those two guys were solid. And I was like, yeah. you know, Justin Fields has a little bit more pro-ready uh, feel mm-hmm. to him. He could come in and probably start a little bit faster than Trey. He's a little bit yeah. more raw, played yeah. North Dakota State. And I, but I always said Trey has that ceiling that's higher than any of these guys. As long, and yeah. at the end of the day, I was always on the train of as long as it wasn't Mac Jones at three, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, that's no, what I was. No like, disrespect yeah. to Mac, because I think yeah. he's going to be good, and yeah, I think yeah. he landed in the perfect opportunity for mm-hmm. himself. I just didn't feel like they should trade up all that capital for Mac Jones, man. I was yeah. like, uh, everybody was on pins and needles that day. So yeah, that's... yeah, you could have literally just stayed in your spot and got Mac. That's I would have been down. Yeah. To, I mean, he's a good player. I think he's honestly going to be fine. Sheridan, yeah, not yeah. really a big fan. But I, I don't, I don't like him. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> no, I, I don't think he's going to be that good. I feel like the age of like you know those like pocket passing quarterbacks is coming to an end. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I think. Yeah. I, I, I kind of see that too, but at the end of the day, I think because he's with Belichick, mm-hmm. that might be a good fit for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think New England will be a great p- spot for him. So, yeah. yeah. Do you think, out of all the, all, like, this is the grand question we've kind of been contemplating, out of all the quarterbacks that were taken, what one do you honestly think is going to have the most consistent, legitimate career in their position? I mean, honestly, and I know he's not on the best of teams, I, I think, uh, uh, um, Jaguars, I'm blank. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor yeah. Lawrence. I think yeah. he has the ability to have the best career because he's, you know, a step above these guys. He's the, he's the generational talent. I think Trevor Lawrence can be that guy, but again, he's not in the ideal situation. But I think this kid has all the talent in the world. He's always been like the top, um, mm-hmm. you know, recruit. He's always been that number one yeah. guy. So I think he has it. But also Trey Lance. I think whoever the Niners would have drafted, they're mm-hmm. in a perfect position. So I think Trey right there with them because they have a yeah. great team, good defense, great coach. You got Kittle, IU, Debo, you know, the mm-hmm. run game, the O-line. So I think Trey has a good spot and he's yeah. built for success. So I think he's like right behind Trevor, but you put Trevor just because he's the best quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. In terms of kind of how the draft went, do you kind of, do you wish anything if at all like went differently? I mean, I, I was happy with the draft. I think we did a good job. Uh, overall, we hit our needs. We got a lot of players. Um, in positions that were pretty much banged up, like our mm-hmm. secondary, our O-line, and our running backs last season, all of them were banged up. And, you know, we, we fill those needs with players that we can build for the future. I do wish maybe in the second round we could have got Aziz Ojolari. You know, yeah. there was a couple of players I was mm-hmm. looking at, you know, Shai Smith, there was a few players, um, Asante Samuel. There was a few guys that, yeah, I, I could have wished that we would have had. But honestly, I think they mm-hmm. did a good job. They were the yeah. guys they wanted. And usually – um, they they picked the guys that are pretty solid for the team, but yeah, I mean there was a few players that I looked at. I was like, would have been mm-hmm. nice to have him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's what I was gonna because I was getting concerned in the second round when we traded back when Javon Holland went, like Kelvin yeah. Joseph went, and then Asante Samuel went. I was like, wait a second, what's yeah. gonna happen here? And then we got Aaron Banks, so I think it's gonna yeah. be honestly fine. Like the like line needed a revamp anyway. Yeah, they needed. A, they haven't drafted a guard like a premier guard in a long time. And I like to pick yeah. that right side's going to be a lot stronger. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like a tank. He's like, you know, a massive guy. It's definitely different from what they choose. Uh, they chose him yeah. before like Mike McGlinch. He's like a faster guy. He's definitely a wall. So yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. He's a built like a tank. Like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, okay. I was just, I was just going to ask you out all the picks. What one, what, uh, one is your favorite? 
Okay, other than Trey Lance, because that was, I mean, that's no, yeah, the whole yeah, shit, right? yeah, that's the honestly, point. man. Trey Sermon to me was my favorite. Let's like go. when we drafted him, when he yeah. drafted him, I was so surprised and I was, I was pretty excited because mm. adding that guy in Shanahan's backfield, yeah, this guy can be a thousand yard rusher easily. Yeah. I was very excited with that pick. Yeah, yeah they have uh, yeah. a very stacked running back group now with Gallman, uh, the addition of that, and then also Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem. Like, that's a great group with Trey Sermon. There, yeah. So. yeah, seven running backs deep, man. That was yeah. Yeah. yeah, people are sleeping exactly. on Wayne Gallman, I'm telling you. Because I was like yeah. a big Giants believer last year because when they came back from being one and five and then they went on their little win streak to try to make the playoffs, I was kind of on the hype train, and Wayne Gallman kind of took them on their like, – he was good. I carried him because when Colt McCoy, when they played the Seahawks and stuff, it was all Wayne Gallman that took them to the dub, which was crazy. He, he yeah. was solid, man. And I was I was actually really happy about that addition. And then so that's why I was so surprised when they drafted a running back because you didn't see that. You didn't see that coming. Yeah. And they got two, not only one, not Trey Sermon, but they also drafted uh, the kid from uh, Louisville. Um, what's his name? Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. And yeah. that kid got a four three forty. He's super fast, man. And so you could tell they're really building their future. You know, yeah. Mostert and Willie, um, Jeff Wilson Jr., they're solid. Injuries last season really hurt them. And then the other thing is both of them are on a one-year deal. If Jeff right. Wilson goes crazy this season, we may not be able to afford him. Raheem's 30 yeah. on his last year of his deal. So you got these two guys for the future. Wayne Gallman. This Wasn't guy Wayne be, a one-year? Yeah, Wayne's a one-year deal. So a lot mm-hmm. of those guys, they may not be back. So you have these two rookies that you can build for the future. Jamichael Hasty. So that, that running back team is yeah. going to be yeah. – Pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I think because like last season with Raheem most, I think the issue was they like run him into the ground. You know, they used him mm-hmm. so much, but now with the addition of these guys, they can like like lessen you know the amount of time he plays. So yeah, yeah. give him like ten snaps. That's only need 10, 11 snaps. Let him he he can pop off one of those 50, 60 yarders in that many snaps. That's yeah. all he need. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think Trey's gonna be have the most immediate impact on the team out of all the rookies we drafted? Sermon or Lance? Oh, no, yeah, Sermon, my bad. Yeah. I think so. I think he's going to have the most immediate impact because I don't know if Trey Lance is going to play from the start. Right, exactly. So if he doesn't play, I think Trey yeah. Sermon is going to have that impact. But the other guy I really like, uh, Hafanga, the safety yep. that we got from oh, USC, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a dog. I think he, even if he doesn't play a lot in the secondary, he's going to be a, a special teams guy, and I think he'll have a pretty uh, important role on special teams. Yeah. 100%. He's like, he works with Troy Paul on Mali, I yeah. think, and that's that's crazy. That's pretty good. That's a yeah. that's a pretty legendary guy to be working out with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he he went to one of my he went to my high school's rival high school and call uh and so we and I like played Pop Warner against him and stuff. So it was kind of cool to see him play because I didn't follow his career much at SC. Did you? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I saw a lot of his games, and I have a lot of fr- like I have a lot of friends that are diehard SC fans. Like as soon as that play uh, that play went in or that pick went in. I got so many, oh, man, we got a fungo. We got a fungo. I told you we was going to, we haven't got my dog. <laughs> like, everybody was going crazy. Because yeah. I got a lot of friends that was, you know, USC friends, people that went there. And I've, I've watched them, man. This guy was a hard-hitting, he's just like yeah. a, kind of like a hybrid guy. He could do it all, linebacker, safety type guy. And then mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, when he called him, he's like, you remind me of myself. And that's to remind someone of John Lynch, man. That's the yeah. style he plays. Yeah. Really hard-nosed guy. So, exciting yeah. for him. Because some mm-hmm. of the analysts or whatever were kind of knocking him on his pro day and his 40 time. But it's like, dude, that guy's a baller. He flies around the field. He's not a 4-6. Like, when he's in the yeah. game, like, playing sideline to sideline, he's going to be a stud. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. worried about Because he, he, like, he was like a... Well. He's one of those yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. He was a first-team Pac-12, right? Wasn't he? Was he, he or something? He was a Pac-12 defensive player of the year. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, he was all first team. He was he was a good player. I mean, but yeah, he's not going to get you with his speed, but the guy has good instincts. He's going to be all over the field, like you said, sideline to sideline. His game speed, I think, is just mm-hmm. a lot better than his test speed like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 Do you, what what undrafted um, player do you think is going to have the biggest impact on our team? And one's your favorite? It's that kid Watkins, the receiver from UAB. Austin, Austin Watkins, Watkins. He's the cousin of Sammy Watkins. <laughs> yeah. He had the talent. Yeah. Dude had like one drop, um, you know, in his career at UAB. I mean, he went to a small school, yeah. so I don't think a lot of people had him on the map. This guy, I thought he was a fourth round, fourth, fifth round pick. This mm-hmm. guy was a mm-hmm. steal, undrafted. And you know, the Niners do a pretty good job of getting undrafted players. Kendrick Bourne, right. um, Emmanuel Mosley. They've had Ross Duelli, Raheem Moster, um, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, I know I'm missing a few, but they've had a really good history with undrafted players. I think this guy could be the next like solid role player on the team. Yeah, because yeah. I when I was watching a little bit of his highlights, he looked big and physical, which is kind of what we need. Six three. Yeah. Beast, yeah. man. And he runs fast. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think of Justin Hilliard? Because I was kind of surprised that he didn't get drafted. But I know he had like injury problems, but he seems to be really quick. Another like sideline to sideline hybrid kind of guy. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I thought the same thing. I was surprised that he dropped what I think it was like you said, the injuries. And those are a lot of the times those undrafted guys, they fall because of those injuries. But with the new defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, I think that's a solid pick for him. I, I like that move. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I think all the undrafted guys have solid potential. Right. Um, whether they crack that roster or not is going to be determined because we have a good team. 53 guys are going to make it. Some yeah. of them are going to make it. And then the rest of them, you're going to stash them on the practice squad. So right. hopefully – Guys like that, we can keep on the practice squad because he has some talent, and I want to keep him to develop him. Exactly. Yeah. Were you surprised we didn't get a specific position? Because I, I thought we might target a tight end, maybe. Like Tommy Tremble out of um, Notre Dame, I was hyped on him because he was kind of super physical, tight end, blocks like George Kittle. But I don't know. I think because I, I don't know anything about Josh Peterson. So yeah, the only thing I know about him is he's the son of uh, you know Doug, Doug Peterson, head coach. That's yeah. honestly. I mean, I watched <laughs> yeah. his highlight. I watched some film after we drafted him. I mean, he's got some skill. He's the son of a you know NFL coach, so you know he's got some type of NFL talent. But honestly, I did think we were going to get a tight end earlier in the draft, but I thought we were going to get a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I, I really thought we were going to go, but what, since they didn't, that tells me that a Richie James probably going to get a lot mm-hmm. more uh, snaps. Maybe Jalen Hurts healthy. Maybe Jawan Jennings mm-hmm. healthy. That's kind of where I'm, my head's at. Maybe River Craycroft steps up. Yeah. Um, the other issue, the other spot I thought they were going to drop, but they didn't. I thought they were going to get an edge rusher because, you know, with yep. D4's health, Nick yeah. coming off of ACL tear. Um, I don't know how much Samson Ebicom is going to be able to contribute because mm-hmm. he's never really played as a all down uh, pass rusher. And that's what they're going to want out of them. So mm-hmm. I thought they'd address that and add a little depth. Their D line is solid, but I still thought they were going to get, you know, uh, an edge rusher in the draft. No, I yeah. thought so too. Cause w- that one, forget his name. It was a Notre Dame. Like, Oh, Haynes. I think it was, there was, yeah, that, there was him. And then I think there, there were like, Ogun Deji or something that was kind of late. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought we might draft him or something, but I don't know. I feel like if D Ford has a good season, it might. I don't know if he could stay on the field. Oh, yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I know. That's that's the hard thing. You know, I don't know. If we're gonna bank on that, man. I yeah. was listening to Matt Mayoko the other day. Yeah. He was doing his um 53 man uh, roster prediction. 
he has D Ford out. He said he's not going to make really? out. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. yeah. I mean, I mean, granted last year he got hurt like every single time, like like he'd like be, be like coming back from injury and then he'd get hurt again. Like it was yeah. like not even practicing either. And it was like, how are you doing that? So tough, man. I yeah, mean, it he's is. Got a bad, bad history. And he's, he's good when he's on the field, but that's the problem. If he's on the field, yeah. you got to stay on that field health as well. But yeah, I don't know, man. If if they're banking on a healthy D Ford, I really hope that yeah. we can count on that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy they restructured his contract because that was yeah. like really good. Yeah, yeah, the the guy who does the I'm forgetting his name, the one who does all the contracts. He did like a master class this year to uh, get it all Farad. figured out. Yeah, yeah that Farad, guy. He's, he's a legend, man. The guy. I don't know how they did it, but I mean, yes. when when the off season started, I was like, man, we got to resign Trent William, Jason Brick. <laughs> there, there was no way. That I thought I we could get all these guys. We signed play. We got Alex Mack. We signed Arden Key. Like we got some good free agents too. On top of the guys we yep. signed, yeah. Danny Mosley, X Y, Jeff Wilson. And then I'm sitting there. We still pretty much have the same amount of cap as we started. I, I honestly yeah, I don't know. know how we did it, but that guy was. Yeah. He's definitely a guru. Yeah, I know. We yeah. still got enough money to get like a, like one more person at least. Like yeah. you know, so and that'd be cool. the rookies, so we're good. Yeah, because after the season, I was super sad because when me and Sheridan would be talking, we would talk about Trent Williams or Jason Barrett. Who do we want to keep? And then we end up getting both because I just assumed Jason was gone, but it's so yeah. massive we have him back. Yeah, I, Dude, I I was the same way. I was like, we're gonna keep maybe Trent, maybe Jason. We're not gonna keep Juice, or or we'll keep Juice, and and we won't. I was going yeah. back and forth. Like, who are we? I was posting. Who are we gonna keep? And it was like, oh, I hope we keep this guy. We got it. We could get rid of him. We signed him all. I was like, yo, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, yeah, during the offseason, like, Jason Brett was working out with, like, his Chargers buddies. And all I was right, like, oh, right. I know. It's all and over. Then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about Richard Sherman? You know what? I, I, I want him to sign him back. And I know he's really? kind of they're, – they're saying he might be in the works. Be, here's the thing. He doesn't even need to play that much. He could just be, like, an extra coach on the field. Yeah. When you have a new – defensive coordinator you know you got D'Amico Ryan's out there I think he'll do solid but if you have Sherman there he's really going to help him and and kind of mentor these young cornerbacks they drafted two young cornerbacks Ambry yep. Thomas and Noah from Oregon um I think he could be really good for these mm-hmm. two guys because they're the future obviously right I, I think he'd be a solid mentor he doesn't have to play 10 snaps you can use him as a chess piece move him around maybe throw him on that at safety a few That's times what I was gonna say. but I think he'd be smart you could get a cheap contract with them now because the draft's over and nobody's going to be really signing them because it came away free agency came away and not only that he said he wants to go to a contender this would be perfect give him yeah. a one-year deal maybe you run it to the super bowl let him ride off in the sunset i think it'd be good for him it'd be good for us again he wouldn't have to play more than like 10 10 snaps you know again yeah, yeah. So. Oh yeah, because safety is so freaking deep too. I was, yeah. I, we, that's what we were saying. But maybe we could put him at safety. But you already have so many good players up, even because yeah. even Marcel. I would rather almost have Marcel Harris on the field than Richard Sherman probably on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just gets burnt like, all the time. It's like, but like I say, you can just kind of use him as a situational player. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna put Sherman here, and then the defense is gonna respect them. They're like, oh, right. we can't go to that side, and then somebody else will have to step up. But you're right. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day. It is one of those things where, you know, he's he's not going to be your number one cornerback, but he's just there to kind of help bridge the gap, teach these youngsters. I, mm-hmm. I think he'd be helpful. Um, and last season he was hurt too, so that probably mm-hmm. contributed to him getting, you know, beat a lot. Um, right. Like mm-hmm. that Buffalo – I think it was the Buffalo game. That was not a pretty game. But yeah. everybody no, we got cooked sh- up. Shredded. Everybody was getting cooked up on that game. But you also yeah. too – I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, the D-line last season was pretty much ravaged without Bosa and everybody. Yeah. So I think that was a big key, yeah. you know, and why our secondary was not as good in certain games. 
We didn't have that pressure. We couldn't get a sack to save our life half the time in those games. So 2019, whole different story. I think this season the D-line looks better. So I think secondary yeah. should be better. Yeah, there was that like 10-game stretch in the middle of the season where like, they didn't need a single sack. Yeah. And it was like – That was ugly. Yeah, I know. Especially from like last like, – two years ago, 2019, where they were like, you know – getting sacks like every game and like multiple of them. It was, yeah. it was yeah. just sad. No. Yeah. yeah. The craziest part is even though our roster was just destroyed, I still was so optimistic coming into every game, even with the um Monday night against the bills. I knew Josh Allen was probably going to roast us, but the four, <laughs> the first quarter we, we talk about this after every single game, yeah. Nick Mullins or CJ Beathard, we'd go right down the field, score a touchdown. Rest of the game, we'd be lucky to get a field goal, and it's just one of the most frustrating yeah. things ever. And then, like, then, like the fourth quarter, we'd like get a little bit of life back and then get your hopes <laughs> up, and then it'd just be done, and it was like you lose, and it was like yeah, that's the thing. They were in a lot of the games, and yeah. the fourth quarter it was like a meltdown, and you just like, are you what? What just happened? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I the team was pretty. Uh, the team was actually pretty solid overall. It's just right. the injury. Mm-hmm let them down and in fourth quarter we didn't have enough juice to to take out some of these top teams we didn't catch yeah, the break because like surprisingly like we were only like one or two games back from making the playoffs because like, the bears went eight and eight and they were like that right was there it was like crazy we, we, were to the, <laughs> we, we fought to the end that's why i was like we actually and i remember sitting there like playing scenarios like okay, if we win this game we win this game. <laughs> and i'm like yeah. still sitting there week 13 like and people were, like give it up wait a minute I was, like, <laughs> yeah exactly we're not mathematically limited i remember sitting <laughs> okay we could go here oh we beat this game they lose here yeah, yeah. Craziest thing, yeah. Man. yeah there's that like online thing where you can like like do the playoffs and we would do yeah. it all the time just to like see if we can make it i was doing that like daily i was like really? oh, yeah, we still got a chance people would ask yeah. me, still got a chance. i was like we still got a chance don't don't count them out yeah and then yeah nick mullins would come in and we'd be like ah oh, come on man yeah i know i don't get with nick mullins because he was like because they're like he got he got picked up by the niners because of his like football iq and he just throws a pick right to like a wide open receiver and i'm like that's football iq right there like uh, i mean i don't hate the guy because people trashed him but i just well yeah people did not a starting him. caliber quarterback he was a decent yeah. backup but also yeah. the, the o-line last season was bad and the cj mm-hmm. came in and he didn't do much much yeah. better that's the thing with the niners their backup have just not been able to win under Kyle Shanahan. And, and the only guy that's really won is Jimmy. But the problem yeah. with Jimmy, can he stay healthy? So right. we'll see, man. It's going to be yeah. an interesting season. Yeah, luckily now we have a pretty decent QB room, all said. You know, you got mm-hmm. Josh Rosen, who who knows how he's going to be, but he goes on Jimmy G and Trey Lance. So Yeah, and then Sudfeld. Is, is, yeah, he, Sudfeld, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, you I think never they're going to keep him around. They, they paid him a pretty penny to be a third-string quarterback. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Do you, do you think the roster, do you think they'll keep Nate Sudfeld or do you think it'll just go Jimmy, Trey, Josh? I, I honestly think that Sudfeld is going to get that third spot. I don't know. Really? I, for some reason I haven't because they paid, like I said, they paid him a decent contract to be a backup. So, and he's kind of a veteran guy. He's been around the league. I, I think that he might stay. I feel bad for Josh because he's going to have to really go in there and show mm-hmm. what he can do in training camp because he didn't play much last season. He's bounced around the league. He's going to have to really prove himself in preseason. Yeah. I think we'll see a lot of uh, Josh Rosen preseason and highlight, uh, like, yeah. trend camp news. Uh, he might be the odd man out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Josh Rosen is, like, the weirdest story ever. Like, yeah. he's, like, you know, Josh, top 10 yeah. draft pick and then just gets booted out and is now, like, not good at all. Mm-hmm. That's, good. That's why I said yeah. he's going to be hanging on a thread. Right. Yeah. I was exactly. watching Grant Cohen, and he brought up kind of an interesting point. So, if Jimmy Garoppolo – 
is gets hurt or something and Trey Lance has to come in, do you think that they still try to ease Trey Lance in or do you think they just throw him into deep water? And Do you think they'll split time between a Nade Sudfeld or Josh Rosen with Trey Lance or do you think they'll just throw Trey Lance in altogether? I think at that point, if, if let's say week four, Jimmy goes down, I think at that point they'll be comfortable to say, hey, look, it's, it's time for a Trey to go. I think what they'll do is they'll make the offense easier for him to process. You know, mm-hmm. they're not going to just throw the book at him. Because you got to remember, too, when Jimmy came into the Niners, he had, what, like four weeks or something to learn the playbook, and then he was thrown in. They went five in a, five in a row. He, so Jimmy had a couple weeks, and he did okay, and they didn't run the mm-hmm. full arsenal. You know, what Trey's got, they got rookie minicamp that's coming up. They have OTAs, mini, and then the mandatory minicamp preseason. So he'll have a long, pretty much good amount of time. He's already had the playbook uh, given to him. He's mm-hmm. working out with Brandon Ayuk, which is good. So I think mm-hmm. by the time that kind of manifests itself, if that comes into fruition, I think he'll be ready. And and again, they will ease him in into the offense as far as they won't have to throw a lot. They got the running game. That's what's really going to help set up Lance for success. You know, you can hand the ball off to one of the many running backs. You have Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. That's a great security blanket. So if Jimmy does go down, at some point, I think it's here we go, Trey. And then every week, as he gets more confident, they'll just start yeah. adding more to his plate. So I think he'll be ready to play by then. And he's a smart kid. That's what yeah, yeah. I really liked about him is how smart he is. No, yeah, hundred okay. yeah. percent. What do you what? Okay, I'm just having a tough time because if Jimmy has a good couple of years or something or good one year, you think you just deal him away? Because I don't, I'm just so torn on it. Because that's if Jimmy question, takes us to right? the Super that's, Bowl, it's like, dude, that's the big question. Because everybody knows Jimmy can win with this team, but the problem right. is, again, can he stay healthy? And then you draft this young quarterback. At some point, he's got to get in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think worst case scenario uh, for for people that really want Lance in there is he's got to wait two years because that's right. Jimmy's got two years left on his contract. If Jimmy's winning, it's hard to take him out, right? But if he's winning the season and they go to the Super Bowl his stock's going to be at an all-time high. At some point, there's going to be teams out there that are quarterback hungry, they're quarterback desperate, they need a veteran. You could trade them, and his value will be pretty solid because now you can't trade him. You have the rookie quarterback. People know you have Trey. Yeah. But if Jimmy wins and, and people are desperate next offseason, they'll be like, hey, give me Jimmy. You guys have Trey. What can we give you for Jimmy? Mm-hmm. I think that'll be how it plays out. But yeah. you're right. If he starts winning, people are going to start mm-hmm. questioning him, and then Trey's going to have pressure on him to win. But – most most rookie quarterbacks do. You know, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre. Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith. So it's kind of that natural progression. Mm-hmm. Sit back, you get to, you wait your turn, and let them develop. But I think yeah. Lance is again, he's in a good position to succeed because they have a great team right. and a great coach. Yeah, because he he has two more years on his contract, right, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think trade him after this next season because if he <laughs> if you play again, then he's just you're not going to get anything out of him oh. for like the for the picks. I think you know mm-hmm. trade him. For like, can yeah. you get a first right. or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the, I think that's what they want. It was a first, but I don't know if they're going to get a first out of them. If we get a yeah. second, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Right. If yeah, you're a sure. GM or an owner, though, and you're looking at the stack Niners roster, and if he wins the Super Bowl and your roster's not as sexy as the Niners roster, are you honestly sold on what he can do to win? That's, that's the million dollar question. I think it depends on what you have on your roster. I think it depends on what your plan is for the draft. Because then Jimmy could still be a solid, you know, veteran type quarterback for yeah. you to get. And then same same issue that same thing the Niners are doing. You draft a young kid and let him sit and, and learn. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's why it wouldn't be like a first round. Because no disrespect, Jimmy, he's good. 
but yeah. he doesn't do anything that you're like, oh, man, I wish I could like <laughs> throw that deep ball. Like, he's a good quarterback. He manages the game well. He wins the game. He's a solid leader. Um, and, and it's an, his example of that is this last couple of weeks with everything, how he's handled it. You know, he texted yeah. Trey, welcome to the team. He could have been salty. He could have been mad, but he's taken him under his wing. He came out and he talked to CBS radio and said, hey, look, I want him to succeed just like when Tom was the starter and I, he took me under his wing. I want to help him out. So he's saying all the right things. He's a good leader. The, the players love him. Right. So I think teams, GMs would look at that and say, hey, look, Jimmy's a great leader and we know we can win. That's big for a lot of teams. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's what his biggest value is. He's not going to go out there and throw like a rollout and then throw like an 80-yard bomb, you yeah. know, like that. That's just not his skill set. But he's a right. solid player in what he does. But end of the day, I think there'd be some teams that would they, that would pay, you know, for him because – Again, down the line, at the end of the year, all these teams that thought they had a great quarterback, there's going to be some that are like, oh, man, we need a quarterback now, you know? Mm-hmm. So there always is. Right. I'm just so pumped to actually have a quarterback that can extend plays because we've yeah. been lacking that the last three, four years. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and that's, again, that's that's the big thing with Jimmy. It's not that he's not bad. It's just, you know, his game. He's dropped back. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys mentioned it earlier, like the, the whole traditional drop back quarterback. To me, I don't feel like it's phased out, but I think it's hard. To, you have to be like just so good with being able to read a mm-hmm. defense and, and process everything at the line of scrimmage. Right. And with Jimmy being hurt every year, well, not every year, but a lot of mm-hmm. the time, it's hard for him to develop it and you know see defenses and see different coverages because when you're not out there, you're not developing like that. And, and I think Shanahan said that at one point too. He says, you know, you can't develop when you're hurt. It's hard to win when your starting quarterback's not in the game. So those types of things have held Jimmy back. And now you got this young kid who, hey, let's say the rush is coming. I'm going to step away, evade pressure, come off to the corner, still scan the field, and then get my open guy. Like Russell Wilson, he does that to us every yeah. single game. And it's yeah. disgusting, man. It's the most no, frustrating thing to watch in the entire world. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Now we yeah. can frustrate other people. And yeah. when we're in when practice, we can actually go up against that type of quarterback. Right. And it'll help our defense because our defense struggles so bad against those mobile quarterbacks man yeah no no yeah, that's what i'm really interested to see yeah. is if D'Amico ryan's just kind of does almost a carbon copy of what robert Sala drew up kind of midway through the season when we actually managed to stop kyler murray um, yeah. in yeah. the second game which, which was massive but yeah i'm kind of i don't know i'm scared but yeah, speaking sure, speaking of d-line though how big of a jump do you think javon kinlaw is gonna have it's a good question i think he's really gonna bust out this season you know really? remember last season again there was no rookie minicam, no OTA. Mm-hmm. Last season, it was so such a weird year because of the whole COVID and everything. No preseason. These rookies got thrown into the fire. You want to talk about thrown into the fire? They were really thrown in there. And then Kinlaw, unfortunately for him, you know, he thought he was going to play right next to Bosa and all these guys. Right. Yeah. That didn't happen. Solomon went down. Bosa goes down. D Ford, of course, he goes down. Right. And then Armstead and him are getting double coverage, triple coverage. Yeah. And, and I think that really hurt. DJ Jones went out for a little bit, had COVID scare. You know, so that whole D-line, Ronald Blair, everybody kind of just dropped like flies. You know, nobody expected Kerry Hyder be the top guy on the D-line. So yeah, I think yeah. this season will be better because you'll have Bosa there, mm-hmm. and that's going to take a lot of pressure off Kinlaw. And again, he's going to have a year under his belt. He's going to have mini camp. They're going to have training camp and preseason right. and all this stuff. So I expect a bigger season for Kinlaw um, this season. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you see an adjustment period for – Nick Bosa, or do you think he's just going to get right back to shredding the offensive tackles? He, he looks like he's just 
he just looks like he's already ready like just seeing the videos and yeah, fr- thrown out there his body looks like it's just chiseled out of stone i was like this guy doesn't miss a beat but mm-hmm. honestly come as, as a physical therapist just knowing how the body works there is got there has to be an adjustment period right. i mean but this guy if, if there isn't for bosa then he truly is built different because mm-hmm. that that's a tough injury to come back from he's done it before so mentally i think he knows what it takes i mean i do expect him to be a little rusty out the gates but honestly, man, if anybody can do it and come back at a high level, that's the guy. Right. I mean, his body just absolutely chiseled out of stone, man. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy. And they can definitely work him back into the lineup, you know, right. ease him back in because they have yeah. enough depth right now to do yeah. that. They, so. they sure do, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Being a physical therapist, what do you kind of chalk up the injuries to? Do you think it was body's not healthy, a fluke, um, MetLife Stadium? What do you think it was? I think number one, MetLife. That killed yeah. that. I mean, we had how many injuries we had that game right we but, had, but we've Nick? had injuries for the last yeah. couple of years it's it's a football it's football man injuries are yeah. going to happen i think we have some bad luck i know yeah. a lot of people attribute it to the training staff but we changed training staffs over right. the years we got mm-hmm. new guys and stuff everybody trains at their own capacity um like i said football is a, a tough sport you're going to get hurt uh also yeah. too last season i feel a lot of that maybe had to distribute to because again there wasn't a, like a preseason right. um and training period so their training was a little off kilter um th- a lot of players got hurt last season last season was a big injury for just across the mm-hmm. league of course we felt it like the most especially being fans of the niners yeah but i mean there's a lot of factors that go into it um players some players honestly just injury prone man but honestly yeah I, I i think with the niners it was just a combination of so many different things and then that MetLife Stadium did not help one bit. Yeah, Brutal, and I remember yeah. watching like online, like on the TV, where I had like you know the injury report, and you'd have like you know they had three <laughs> different teams up there, and then the whole Niners get the whole page themselves of like yeah, I who's remember that graphic. Her. It was like a whole ticker. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it took up the page. Um, in terms of the wide receiver core. I mean, I kind of wasn't too surprised that we didn't draft a wide receiver, but at the same time, like what wide receiver that didn't play a ton um, is going to break out? Do you think Jalen Hurd, Richie James, maybe even Craycraft, or I don't know, Juwan Jennings too? I don't know. Which, what, which one of those guys is your favorite? If I had to put my money on, I'm going with Richie James, man. This kid, yeah. I, I think he just needs opportunity. He showed it last season when they gave him the opportunities. He's, he's a pretty solid player. You can put him in the slot. I think he'd be a solid slot option. Um, and then now you have other players that you've drafted that can play that kick return role. Um, I, I like Jalen Hurd, and I think he has really good upside. But the problem with him is he has to stay healthy. He has to make right. it through training camp. I got to see him get through preseason and training camp to actually say, oh, yeah, this, this is going to be I'm, I'm going to be a little I'm going to back off on, on putting too much stock on Jalen this season mm-hmm. because two years then they weren't just minor injuries. It was a back like a, yeah. a back fracture and then an ACL. Tear. Those are some pretty yeah. bad injuries. So. If if he can stay healthy, he has so much potential in the world. But I think right now it's Richie James, man. He's yeah. he looks like he's locked in this offseason. Yeah, because yeah, those two injuries are rough. Because with Jarek McKinnon, he like was so slow after he came back from those two tired legs, man. Yeah, I guess yeah, it was for sure. But yeah, who do you want to see returning punts and kicks this season? That's a good question. I've been thinking about that because that's been an issue with us. Right. Honestly, you know that kid we drafted from Michigan, Ambry Thomas? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he might be a guy that could do it. I know he did a little bit in college. Um, we have that guy. Uh, maybe Mitchell, the running back we drafted, right? Honestly, we, yeah. We, honestly, this guy has some speed. I don't know if he can return kicks because it's a whole different skill set. But 
I wouldn't mind seeing him be, back there and using that four three speed. So between those two guys and the guy Thomas, the, the cornerback we got, mm-hmm. is the guy. I think he ran a four four also. So those two uh, guys so. from speed, man. You put them back there and let them use that speed in the open field. Yeah, anybody but Trent Taylor, honestly. Like I couldn't stand <laughs> him out there. Just fair catch all the time. Yeah, I know. But he's gone, man. Unfortunately yeah. for him. Yeah. Those, those injuries caught up to him and he's right. gone. Yeah. I did yeah, I didn't really yeah, like him at all out there. Like especially that Packers game. He played in that one. Yeah. And it was just like awful oh, to watch. Yeah. Like we, we, we looked like the Patriots out there on the Packers game, bro. Like all the white wide receivers. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. But yeah, I, I don't really like Richie James either as the kick returner. I like him as a wide receiver. He's really good, but he seems to like, like slip a lot when he like runs with the football. I don't know. Maybe I noticed that, but he seems to like not really get too far with the kick returns. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, especially, got- yeah, a couple of years ago, he had that really good one in 2019. I think he got like pretty far down the field. I don't remember. I think he returned one against Seattle. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That was 2018. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's the thing. Return man has been a hard position for us to fill over the last couple of years. But right. um, I, I don't know. I, I think Richie James is just better suited to be that slot receiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would I like you be opposed that. to Brandon Ayuk? What's that? Would you be opposed to Ayuk returning kicks? And I mean, uh, just punts? Yeah, there's no way I want Brandon Ayuk out there. <laughs> I want him focusing on being our, our, our top yeah. receiver, him and Debo, man. Because yeah. kick returners, they take a lot of toll on their bodies, you know, when they get hit. Yeah, they do. And, and if you're going to have to be that receiver, you're going to be expending a lot of injury. So let's mm-hmm. imagine you just returned a kick. Now you're back in the lineup. You're kind of gassed out and you got to run this, you know, deep fly pattern. Mm-hmm. I think it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want Brandon. Ayuk. I want to keep that man healthy. We need to keep that man pristine. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, offensive or def- defensive side of the ball, what's going to be, what are you looking forward to watching most? What side's going to be better for us this season? I think both sides are going to be. Really? No, pick one, pick had, one. We have so much to, okay, if I have to pick one. <laughs> yeah. Man, I love watching Fred Warner patrol that middle yes. of the field, but and, and the return of Nick Bosa, man, and you got Jason Verrett and, and Ken Kinlaw step up. The defense has a lot of firepower. Drake Greenlaw. I'm, I'm really excited to see this defense under D'Amico Ryans because we mm. don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I think they can be a, a pretty good unit. Jimmy Ward out there. Right. You know, yeah. he, he might be roaming more this season. They might let him free, uh, you know, instead of just holding one spot in that back uh, backfield there. So I think that this defense might be pretty impressive now if trey lance is on that offense i'm gonna be pretty damn excited <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome exactly so, but but really i want to see i want to see fred warner and nick bosa man getting after everybody so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah do you think the seahawks are still the number one threat in the west for us or do you think it's the rams or the cardinals honestly i have no idea such a tough division they're all yeah. pretty good threats i mean because you got the cardinals they got a young team on the rise they mm-hmm. got uh, you know, D hop and Murray, and then they drafted pretty good. They got JJ Watt just came to the team. Right. They're, they're ready to play the Rams. You know, they got Matt Stafford. Now he's all big step ahead over Jared Goff. Um, <laughs> you still have Jalen, uh, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. That's two great defense, probably the best in their positions on mm-hmm. defense. Seahawks are always a test because of damn Russell Wilson and DK yeah. Metcalf. Yeah, I know. So, honestly, yeah. I think they're all about as big of a threat, but the Rams to me, Compared to the other two teams, not as much because we pretty much own them. We, we beat them yeah. twice last season, and Jimmy didn't really start the second game. Yeah. I mean, Nick Mullins beat them that second game. So yeah, I'm not too worried about them, although I think their quarterback situation is a lot better. I'm not too worried. Seattle, if I had to choose one of those teams, that's yeah, probably Seattle because they always play yeah. as tough. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, man, he 
for whatever reason, we can't stop that, man. Yeah, no. I don't even think Seattle has that great of a team, but no. just, just Russell Wilson, you know, he always keeps it interesting. It's like, yeah, yeah. It, if oh. they didn't have Russell Wilson, I Garbage. don't know. I mean, they probably have like three wins or something. Because well, they yeah. have zero run game because Chris Carson yeah. never stays on the field. And then yeah. their offensive line really isn't that amazing. But, it's yeah, all no, the DK, honestly. I know, it doesn't even matter because they'll be down by like, you know, two scores and they're going into the fourth quarter. And then Russell Wilson will pull it out and mm-hmm. just like, you all know, the win the whole thing. All the yeah. time. Yeah, that yeah. that week, that week like sixteen game or whatever, like in twenty nineteen, that was like the most nervous I've ever been for a football <laughs> game, dude. Because I was like, it's just happening again. He's gonna go down the field and he's gonna win, and we're gonna lose. We're gonna be the fifth seed in the playoffs, and then Trey Greenlaw just like murdered Dick oh, Hollister. Unbelievable. Unbelievable! That was the yeah, greatest that was moment. The, that was one of the most nerve wracking games. My blood pressure was so high that night. I remember. Yeah. Was, well, because yeah. it was freaking, wasn't it? Fourth and eleven or something, yeah. and then they get it to the one yard. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're yeah. just like, I remember just sitting there like, God, we can't go. We're going to lose like this. Yeah. On the one, and then on that last play, and, every, and I'm sitting there going, they just stop them, and everybody was just so hyped up. Number one yeah. seed, the team was in that. Oh, that was yeah. great. That was crazy. Awesome. Yeah. It kind of stunk, though, because the backlash, because wasn't it Fred Warner? Didn't he? Who was it? What Didn't he low-key pass? He the kind play of before held- that. There was yeah, a play before, before that. that. They said it was like a PI or something. Yeah. They didn't call it. So there's like controversy. Oh, it should have yeah. been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, we still stopped them on the last play, which is all that matters. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I was like watching this game at like a restaurant and then I had to go somewhere. So like and they were I think they were winning at that at that point. So I was like, okay, maybe you can do this. And I come back, check on my phone, and like, oh crap, dude, they're right there. Yeah. And, but then they finally pulled it out and I was excited. Yeah. It's a crazy, sure. game. crazy yeah. game. Yeah. How, how do you think the standings are going to shake out by the end of the season? As far as the NFC West? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, the Niners, I think they're going to win the NFC West as yeah. long as we're healthy. That's us. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think we're our own worst enemy. This team is loaded. You got Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, everybody on the defense that we have. Um, Shanahan, they're, they're ready to go. I think Niners will have probably uh, – we'll see what the schedule looks like tomorrow, but I think we can win 12, 13 games. You know, um, I think Seattle will be right behind us. Maybe they'll win 10 games, 11 Really? Games. Yeah, I think there's going to be like three teams. that I think all of us, honestly, all the teams in the NFC West to win, have the potential to win yeah. at least 10 games. I think the Cardinals will be right there too. I mm-hmm. think they'll take a bigger leap this season, you know. I mean, this is a big year for them. Cliff Kingsbury really has to prove himself. Yeah, uh, They have talent, but he has kind of struggled as a head coach. And then I think the Rams are going to be there too. So I, I, I don't know who's going to win more between the Rams and the Cardinals, but – I think all of the teams have at least potential to win 10 games, man. The NFC West is going to be a dog fight. So yeah, you, I totally agree. You have the Rams at four? Potentially, yeah. That's potentially. insane. Could you imagine Sean McVay is not going to be a happy camper yeah, if, his, not, he, if he gets his QB and then they're in the fourth spot? Right. I, I don't know, fired, man. I just, I just don't know about them. I, they, I mean, like I said, they have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, but mm-hmm. to me, Matt Stafford, good quarterback, but how much – is he going to improve that team? You know, like Jared Goff wasn't horrible st- statistically wise, but is Stafford going to be able to put that team on his back and win games at the end of a, uh, you know, game? He historically hasn't been a winning quarterback. So we'll see. Yeah. They're kind of soft. Been, uh, I think they're just like, they're not that great of a team. I think the Cardinals really the um, Cliff Kingsbury has been holding them back. Like all honesty, that's their whole problem. And I think his, I don't think he's even had a, like, a winning record in college either. Hasn't he? <laughs> He was like a, he was on he coached for Texas A and M right or Tech and he, he had Texas Patty Tech. he had Patty Patty Mahomes back yeah then. and they didn't even like have a winning record or something no. and it was like hmm. he just is a, they're just a freaking air raid 
That's yeah. what he does. He's an offensive guy. He just like raids it out four deep. Just yeah. go. Let me throw the ball. He got a mm-hmm. fast quarterback. I mean, they have potential though on that team, and I think they'll take. I I think they'll take that next step, mm-hmm. and they can win like ten games. But I could see the Rams winning ten games too. I, you know, mm-hmm. I think them in Arizona. Yeah. I just I just feel like Seattle. As much as I don't think they have a great team around them, getting their O line, yeah. like you guys said, they just always find a stupid way to win. I know man. that Russell Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. always always finds a way yeah exactly but last question we won't we don't want to keep you for too long thank you again for coming on but yeah. last thing what position group are you most excited to watch this season oh man that's such a that's such a good question because i can say <laughs> honestly that running back yep uh, that room is Let's just go. looking insane mm. man that running yeah. back looks like it's going to be just running all of them look like they could run a thousand yards on this team man and then yeah. also because of the o-line you know alex mm-hmm. mack there now you have aaron banks uh you got uh, trent williams lakin mcglinchy re-upped his contract so i think the o-line is going to make that running game just so much better and then right behind them i want to see the i want to see brad and Ayuk and debo mm-hmm. finally together healthy together go off i want right, to see yeah. them. last season we didn't get to see the yak brothers much we really didn't yeah. get i think they played what like three games together kittle debo and Ayuk. so we need to see yeah. them play together yeah. yeah you know your roster is pretty stacked when we only mentioned george kittle once on this podcast yeah i know yeah. it's crazy man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right well last last thing how do you by playoffs god willing hopefully we make it what do you think that running back room is going to look yeah. like because I've got Trey Sermon at the top of the list. I got Trey Sermon as my number one running back. Let's go, man! I'm telling you, this kid is special. I watched a lot of Ohio State games, mm-hmm. and this kid carried that team. I know, I and I watched a lot of it because of Justin Fields. But there was times where I'm like, man, if it wasn't for Trey Sermon, there's no mm-hmm. way Ohio State would have won that game. Like, I think it was, right. I think it was Northwestern, the yep. Big Ten uh, championship game. He ran all over 331 yards. He broke Eddie George's record, uh, mm-hmm. Ohio State single game record. This kid has the talent to become the best running back on this right. team and a top five running back in the league. Like mm-hmm. this, this is no, that's the potential saying. to be yeah. so good. And especially in Kyle Shanahan's system, he usually gets guys that he puts on his team that are seventh rounders, undrafted guys, Jeff Wilson. And now he's got a potential. This, this guy could have been a second round pick, a Trey right. Sermon. I think he could yeah. have been a late first, early second kind of guy. And, you know, people just don't value running backs a lot. And I think exactly. Trey Sermon by the end of the year, people are going to be like, holy smokes, this guy's good. And it's not disrespect to any of the guys on the team. Yeah. It's just I feel like he can carry a, a, like a lot of carries. You know, yep. he's okay with toting the rock 20 times, you know. And then, with, like I said, with Raheem, you don't need to give him more than 10 carries because you don't want to hurt him. Like he we ran him to the ground. Ago, mm-hmm. Yeah. The and then James. Jeff Wilson, you throw him in at, at the goal line. You throw him in in 20 yards. That's your touchdown guy, your red zone yep. guy. And then you got – change of pace, Gallman and everybody. So, and then he can come out of the backfield and catch. But I think Trey Sermon mm-hmm. by the end of the season is going to be our number one. 100%. Yeah, I totally agree. No, yeah. I, what, do you think it'd be fair to say that, because after watching highlights, him and Najee Harris really aren't that different to me. Honestly, I agree. And that's why I said this guy could have been a first, second rounder. This yeah. guy is damn good. He, he can hurdle mm-hmm. people like Najee Harris. He's shifty. He runs hard. He kind of reminds me of a, Todd Gurley type running back yep. when he was, you know, coming out of college. This guy runs so hard between the tackles and his vision, like the way he sees the field. I'm yep. like, because I was watching a lot since we drafted and I was like, let me look a little bit more into this guy because I, I watched a lot, but I was watching yeah. his film. Man, there's just so many times where you see he's like looking 
Yep. And then he knows, like, this guy's going to be right there, and he'll make a cut. I'm like, how did he even react that He kind of runs like Debo, though. That's yeah, what he kind of yeah. reminds me of when he runs. He sure but, does. Mm-hmm. But, sure yeah, does. this this was fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem, man. It's always fun talking yeah. Niner football, man. So yeah, it's exactly. Good to get on a pod with, you, with yeah. everybody. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, just let me know next time, and we can do it again. Yeah, awesome. yeah I think this, yeah. this comes out tomorrow, so I'll just send you it so you can listen to it. But Sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Thank Take you. care. Keep working hard. Thank yeah, you. no, for sure. Thank you.